This podcast tells the stories behind the craft breweries across the country. I'm Erica. Matt. And sound guy Ryan. And you're listening to an episode of Brewers. Ryan. Yo, Matt. My voice is a little hoarse today. I don't know if you noticed. I noticed it just a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry, people out there that have to listen to this for the next five to 25 minutes, whatever we decide to do. Yeah, whatever we decide. Um, but the absence of Erica's laugh, you guys should all know that she's not here today. She's not. It's uh, Well, we ran into some uh, snowpocalypse uh, we, issues. Yeah, and Ryan and I live very close to each other, so we braved the weather. Yes. And... uh not that Erica did not, but Erica lives a good 45 minutes away. And that yeah. that distance, actually, I drove to work there this morning, that area. And trust me, uh, it was fine. Like, all the way into, like, five miles from Erica's house. And then it was just like a wall of snow. Yeah. No, it was garbage it's out like there. like he went across the wall, Game of Thrones reference. Yeah. No, it, it <laughs> went above the wall. Yeah. No, it took me probably a solid... Uh, you know, hour, 10 minutes to get from Danvers to Salisbury. Yeah, it was um, bad. Yeah. So we Safety don't blame first. her. Safety first. But uh, Ryan and I kind of got a snow day today. Not really. I, I left work I mean, a little bit early because the snow was bad and had to shovel. Yeah. Well, I got a snow day. Yeah. That's awesome, Ryan. Yeah, it was. I mm. already enjoyed a uh, couple good beers. and um, I have not because I'm under the weather. So, mm. But if I was partaking, I would want... Winter seventy eight, Wormtown Brown. Ah, uh, yes, yes. We yes. were actually. I was. We were talking about Wormtown this morning. We were. Um, yeah, all these Black Friday deals, and uh, we we really do support Small Business Saturday, which happened yep. last week. But we partook in going to a lot of breweries last week. We did. Um, I also partook <clears throat> on uh, Wormtown's Cyber Monday deal, which yeah. was um, if you buy something from their online store, you'll get a mystery box. I'm so, so scared, but I'm so excited. I know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Such gifts, such as a picture of a high five. Yeah, I know. But there is some good. There is some good stuff in there. They, I look. I look forward to it. They took a cue from our book, and they were like, a picture. No, a signed autograph from their custodian Ryan. And I was just <sighs> like, that was like when we gave away a, a hug. Yeah, we gave a hug away. Um, but anyway, so Matt, we're interviewing um, Eben from uh, Bare Bones uh, Brewing, Maine, right? Lewiston and Bridgeton. They have Bridgeton, two locations. Right. Yep. Um, the Bridgeton, so main thing to have two locations. I know. Austin Street. They all two. It's really great. Uh, I want to. If I remember correctly, do they do a lot of their barrel stuff at the Bridgeton place? Um, and then they do a lot of their brewing over at the Lewingston place. But this was the first interview that I got. Um, That's right. And yeah. the only interview. Yeah. First kinda. and only. Good yeah, job, pretty Ryan. much. Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a super cool interview. Um, we got to really learn about all these different kinds of beers that they like to do. Yeah. They're very different. Um, very main, I think. If you very, will. yeah, very main, very, uh, in, you know, fresh ingredient stuff. You can't uh, hear. That's our that's our uh, studio cat. Studio cat. That's the studio cat. Yeah. Um, but they do like a pickled beer, which was really interesting. Which is not as unique. I mean, down the road did a pickled beer, but I mean, it's still like you don't see it every day. Yeah, you don't not see that every day. Yeah. Um, we got to enjoy uh, their cream series. They have like a oh, single cream, so double good. cream, and then they they sent us home with a triple cream, and we fucked with that. It was really good. It was really, really good. Really good. Um, Their beer is good. And you know what's funny? It's like I saw someone out in the wilds with a, a, a bare bones hat. 
Oh, did bone you? Bear. Sorry, bone bear hat. And yeah, bear bones. Bear bones. I said it right bones. the first time. I'm yeah. so stupid. <laughs> you so, and Erica suck at it. <laughs> I'm just sick. Uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, their logo is awesome. Oh, my God. So if you ever get a chance to go over to their Bridgeton location, behind the bar, they got this huge like wood statue of like the bare bones logo. Cool. And it was, I think they talk about it in the episode where um, like a local like wood artist or something did all the, uh, the carving for it. It's really, really cool. You only hear those stories like in Maine or you never hear them in, like Massachusetts. No, like, ever. You, they always never, know, never, like, never. Or girl, it's awesome. So uh, Ryan, we're, we were going to do mystery beer today. We were, but we're snowed in. We are. And yeah. there's no mystery right now. We're just drinking what's ever in the fridge because a lot of the places are closed. I know. The holidays are coming up. With that, I mean, what do you look forward to, like, holiday-wise? What do I look forward yeah. to? I mean, I just like giving, man. Um, yeah, I I always bring um, people a whole bunch of, like, good brews. Yep. Um, especially, like, my uh, girlfriend's father. He doesn't really like craft beer. But I always feel proud when I'm able to find him one that he likes. Um, you know, he's a bud guy, you know. But I know which ones to get him, which one's not. Her uh, brother is a lot easier. He'll drink pretty much anything. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I always like to, you know, bring over stuff and, you know, just spend time with the fam, you know. Yeah, and I think it's awesome. Um, I had a couple of friends. And we were, I was supposed to go to a Friendsgiving this weekend, but I, I ended up not going. And... uh I've seen some pictures of people sharing beer and like they're sharing amazing, amazing, amazing beer that's out there. And I was like, yeah, you have this thing aging. Yeah. I, I always, I always think like, oh, what am I going to do with all this freaking beer I have in my cellar? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, and those are the, per- yeah. the holidays are the perfect opportunity to share that like Mott the Lesser that you have yep. from, yep. you know, 2016 or, you know, uh, you know, a pre-buyout Bourbon County, yep. like yep. solid beers. Um, I think it's best to share good beer with people, even shitty beer, right? Like you think like, I think of back to college, right? And it's like, oh, I used to just pound PBRs, but that was such a good time. It wasn't it was, the it was beer yeah. was good. It was like the people around you. Exactly. And now we have the pleasure of drinking actually like really good beer. And like anyone that's listening and you, if you think about your locations, right? Like we have listeners all over. Um, we're very lucky in the time that we have that most locations, I say most, I know I realize there are people in different parts of the country where you do have to travel to go to that brewery. We're so spoiled out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so bringing people nice beer for the holidays is easy for us. Oh, super, super easy. Right? Like, yeah. And it's just, it's awesome to share. I mean, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like giving my dad a smoking daggers from Jack Zabby and yep. being like, don't like smoked beers. This is a pretty damn good beer. Yeah, right. It's like an awesome feeling, right? Like yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Like it's a, it's a cool time. Yeah. And I think people often look at it as, I think a lot of people say like, I love giving and I genuinely mm-hmm. believe, and I love giving too, but it's like, it is nice to receive. Yeah. Oh, it's hundred percent right? nice to receive. So yeah. my mom's fiance Thanksgiving Day, he went over his uh, old like call, um, high school football buddy's house, and he hates IPAs. Like he reminiscent about the the old gridiron. Yeah, he hates them. So he 
he gets there, you know, he drinks a couple Bud Lights, and then his friend goes, hey, don't, you know, you can go ahead and, you know, have a cup or a glass from uh, uh, the keg. And he was like, well, what's in the keg? And he was like, no, it's a Trillium IPA. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So he ended up buying a Trillium IPA. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And he liked it. Shocker. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, the holidays are coming up. It can be a stressful time. Uh, so mm-hmm. I hope this podcast helps people uh, sometimes unwind and, and take a second back because it's important during the holidays, um, in my opinion. Ryan's literally looking at the cat like he can communicate to be like, please stop. Okay. Yeah. The cat's all right, Ryan. I know. We're in a moment of let's take some let's take a breath. The holidays are stressful. <laughs> and so is the cats that you're going to have to edit out of the episode. Oh, I, I'm, there's no way. At the end of the day, uh, it's a good time to be around people you love, whether it's family, friends, and crack open a beer. Hell yeah. And that's the moral of my story, which is better than a mystery beer. It is a better. You know, that's I, such a pompous thing for me to say. My story <laughs> was better than a mystery beer. No, I like that story. It was a good message. It's a good message. We try. We, we try here at Brew Roots. All right. So yeah, we have Evan this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also going to be at the Suffolk County Craft Festival put on by Craft Events. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been kind of hyping it up, but we, we just finished out the logistics with them. I'm very excited for that event because we are going to be at session one. Yeah, which is uh, probably going to be the most crowded one, I would say, because it's open to all ages, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Yeah. So uh, uh, let me give you some details. So we're going to the Suffolk County Beer Festival. That is going to be happening at the Innovation and Design Building. Um, And that is at One Design Center Place in 212325 Drizdock Ave. Dry Dock, sorry. Dry Dock Ave, Boston, Mass. And uh, tickets range anywhere from 1224 to 3877. I'm assuming they're including the tax in that. Um, And we have a link of that in our social media. Hopefully by the time this episode airs, they're all sold out. Because uh, we love doing sold out podcasts to people. We do. Uh, we've done sold out podcasts to everyone, I guess, actually, that we've done so far. Hell yeah. No brags, but that's what we're doing. Uh, yeah, but Crafty Company does awesome stuff. They kind of do um, a little bit similar thing to what we do, the cat, um, except they do it at the brewery mm-hmm. um, with like a live audience, but they don't record it, which is cool. Yeah. I like what they do. Um, and, and they do a, m- a bunch of amazing events. Um, so make sure you go give them a follow um, and give us a follow on social media if you have some time. Um, leave us a five-star review because that really helps us out. What else can they do, Ryan, to help us out? Because we like receiving, but we also like giving. Oh, I mean, Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> Facebook Instagram. Go to our website. Tell us how bad it is or how good it is. No, actually, we have a solid website, man. Yeah. No, I really like it. It's Buy really well put together. T- you know what? If you're in the giving mood like Ryan and myself, we have t-shirts for sale. We do have some t-shirts for sale. We've sold so many. We want to buy more. Yeah, no, seriously, it's it's really cool seeing our swag out in the wild. We do see it. It yeah. is a thing. So yeah. it's really nice to kind of uh, see our logo out there. Yep. You know, it's just like when we ask, you know, the brewers or the owners of the company, right? Like, what was the the feeling of seeing your logo out in the wild it's for the like first time? Kind of like asking a musician what it was like when you heard your song on the yeah, radio. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it's a cool feeling. So, yeah. It's humbling. It is. So Ryan, I think we've uh, I think we've yabba dabba dude for enough. Yeah. So take a sippy poo of your beer, listeners. As long as you're in a safe place and not driving. Yes. And uh, sit back and relax and enjoy Eben from Bare Bones in 
Lewingston. And? Bridgeton. Maine. Cheers. Cheers. This week's episode would not be possible without our amazing sponsor, Shirts on Tap. Each month, they team up with breweries from across the country and create a custom shirt and deliver it to your doorstep, along with stickers and coupons. Sign up today using the promo code BREWROOTS for $5 off your first box. Head on over to shirtsontap.com today. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. You looking to get into a new hobby? Oh, yeah. Sure thing. Well, Erica, where can we do that? Go down to Beer and Wine Hobby. Ooh. And what can we get there? Everything you need to start your homebrew journey. And we'll help you along that journey by using our promo code BREWROOTS to get 10% off your next order. Visit beer-wine.com to start your homebrew journey today. All right. So, Erica, we... Erica and Ryan, because Ryan's oh here. God, it's Ryan so weird. It's so weird when you're so here cool. for an interview. So uh, we got up really early today. <laughs> yeah, early. we did. To come up to lovely Maine. Woohoo. You know, the air is fresher up here. It is. I feel better already. It's because we have houseplants. Ooh. <laughs> it's true. There are a lot of houseplants in here. I think this might be the only place, only brewery I've been to with houseplants. And a piano. And a piano. Yeah. And a skeleton of a beer. Bear. Yeah. What? And Stop. A, a bear with bones? A bear with bones. So if you guys, wait, wait. If you guys didn't, bones? by the, the amazing descriptions that we gave Arr. you, Ryan, this is actually Ryan's first get for an interview. This is. So, Ryan, where are we today? We're at Bare Bones Brewing in Lewiston, Maine. Uh, they also have another location in Bridgeton, Maine, which is the one I went to. And He's be- full of the facts. And believe it or not, Ryan was not paid to say that. That was, that was pretty <laughs> good. And we're here with Evan. And Evan, how are you today? I am doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank cool. you. Thank that you was, for... was that convincing? <laughs> it was pretty convincing, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for uh, taking some time out of your morning to uh to do this we start every podcast by asking this question uh your role here at bare bones and your first memory of beer um so basically my role is uh i take care of winston who's my dog that came off the street here um and uh i may have also started the company with adam um and uh there's rumors yeah there there are rumors (laughs) to that effect um we we started the company back in 2013 was when we founded it we didn't get rolling until um february of 2016 um and uh we brewed all the beers and built this lovely little tiny brewery that we're sat in currently cool cool it, it is nice here I, is. you you asked us off air if this was the smallest brewery we've been in and it's not uh it's perfect size though i love it, it is. yeah so we we brew on a two barrel brew house um it's direct fire it's small we gotta keep it hot <laughs> <laughs> sure for so, sure. So, gr- growing up, I'm sure you did not tell your parents, "I want to become a brewer." Oh, wait, or... let's backtrack. What is his first memory of beer? Oh yeah, your first memory. <laughs> you of beer. didn't answer the most important yeah, question. That's so, <laughs> um, my first memory of beer would be my granddad drinking um, a Budweiser after Thanksgiving. Like he'd have a 
can of Budweiser. Later in his life, he drank that Budweiser through a straw, but he oh, right. <laughs> drank he drank his <laughs> his beer, and it was um he was the only drinker in my family growing up, so I wasn't exposed to uh beer a lot. I don't have the crazy drunk uncle stories or anything. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Excellent. So I guess then, then now my question. To um, <laughs> uh, not being surrounded by beer, I guess that's interesting. How did you get into this industry? You know, we, you didn't tell your parents you wanted to own Bare Bones. You know, when you were younger, what was kind of the plan? Um. So, I mean... It, In my extreme youth, the plan was to, you know, be president and tell everyone what to do. (laughs) The usual. Um, But uh, I I went to school um, for business and um, and I finished up my school at Endicott College, but their Mexico City campus and. didn't even know they had yeah, it. I didn't know about that. That's pretty cool. They, I don't think they do anymore, but they did at the time. Nice. And it was... Um, That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It, it, it was a good coincidence. Because um, <laughs> I was down there and I wanted to finish college at an accredited university. Easy enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned Endicott College, and for our listeners who don't know, that's Massachusetts, correct? No. Yep. Yep, they're they're in Beverly. Beverly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Are you from Massachusetts or where are you from originally? No, I am from Leeds, Maine, um, and I grew up in the Lewiston, Auburn area my entire life. And well, aside from the parts where I was in Mexico (laughs) and and further north in Maine, but um, yeah, Um, so. Anyway, the question I was supposed to be answering was about <laughs> <laughs> how I wound up here starting a brewery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Adam and I met up after um, living abroad, and um, he invited me to brew some beer at his house. I'd been an avid home brewer um, throughout my 20s. Um, yeah. And... I was happy to get back into it after homebrew supplies are hard to find in Mexico City. I've yeah, heard so, it's tough yeah. outside of the U.S. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so my, my brewing uh, exploits mostly went on hiatus during that time, and um, uh, I was happy to get back into it. Adam was m- much more ambitious than I was, and he immediately suggested that we uh, should try to look at professionalizing um her <laughs> operation and i was like well man i'm, I'm broke Damn. I, I, I don't know if we're gonna be able to make that work and he was like dude we'll just take a minimalist pr- approach you know do it bare bones and i was like bam that could be the name <laughs> and, and there you go that's our next question yeah, yeah. answered yeah. <laughs> and so we we, cool. we ran with it we the the play on words was obvious enough, and the visual representation followed directly from that. Yeah, I will say that the logo is one of my favorite logos. Yeah, I've ever I would seen definitely on agree. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Um, especially over in your Bridgeton, where you have the behind the bar, 
like you have the huge bear behind yeah. that. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, local woodworker and artist helped us out with that uh, sign concept. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it came out really well. Thomas Fawcett, I'm going to shout him out. Yep. <laughs> what up, Thomas? Yeah. Uh, uh, we've interviewed a couple other breweries in Maine. And one of the common trends that we see is um, Maine breweries are very local to Maine grown. Um, and you guys yep. on your website, uh, what is this? Sus- sustainability. Sustainability. Kind of sustainable craft brewer. What does that mean? What does that mean? So we operate a very low waste um, operation, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we try to eliminate any single use uh, plastics or or items. Period. Um, as much as we can. And um, we we always are looking for local inputs and ingredients. Um, we use Blue Ox Malt House and nice. Maine Malt House um, for all our base malt cool. and all our beers. So every beer that you drink from us is is based around Maine inputs. Um, we've got a beer in the Bright Tank right now that's. Uh, uh, Maine birch sap pilsner. What sounds it's, delicious? It's <laughs> brewed with uh, nugget hops from Hopyard in Gorham, and cool. um, yeah, it's a hundred percent Maine. Maniacal Yeast Labs gave us the yeast, and um, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, I always like to hear. You know, I think in Massachusetts, Ryan said this earlier. Um, we see a lot of homegrown beers but you know the hops come from somewhere else it's, it's nice to hear that it's all in state yeah i mean hop sourcing is the most difficult part of yeah. brewing a 100 percent main beer um mm-hmm. because the there's not too many yeah. hop farms yeah. around here yeah i mean the hop yard in gorham is doing a great job um and uh there are some other local growers that be more for whole cone yeah but um but you are limited in the varietals you can find and yeah. like they sold out of sterling so quick yeah. <laughs> uh, uh prior to bare bones did you cut your teeth anywhere else or is this your first professional brewing gig just home mm, brewing no yeah yeah straight straight out the kitchen that's awesome i mean you're basically on a homebrew system right now so <laughs> yeah <laughs> not too different i, I mean a larger version, of course, yeah. but that looks pretty pretty yeah, similar it's, to what it's, I've seen. It's, it's only about ten times larger than what we were doing as homebrewers, yeah, so yeah. it's a it's a manageable jump. Um, we we do uh, try to scale our production uh, by working uh, on other people's systems when we okay. can. Cool. Um, so, th- like our canned beers. We've canned the Double Cream, the Stillas, and the Johnny Rye, and we brew those in 30 or 60 barrel batches down at Geary's okay. and oh, cool. have them nice. can them. So. Nice. Very cool. The beer industry is kind of like no other. There's not many other industries that would say, yeah, come down and use our equipment and... Yeah, well, I mean, there's a quid pro quo. Right, of course. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. But... Yes. but but yeah, it it works it works well because um, 
we don't have the the capital resources to produce on that scale yeah, or the space really <laughs> yeah are you guys thinking all about growing or do you really like kind of what you're doing here so uh we're definitely focused on our local market yeah. here and um but we we are looking to to grow this space okay. i i didn't have a chance to give you guys the full tour but um we'll get that after this is <laughs> this is we're sitting in less than a quarter of our total floor space oh, really? and um so we cool. have room to grow here and we we are looking to do that but we um we've been a little bit debt averse um mm-hmm. and so we've we've been growing the company through just reinvestment rather than going debt into financing. Debt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a good thing. I think you see a lot of breweries get heavily in debt. And- yeah. Yeah. I mean, I studied economics um, as my primary uh, subject, and uh, late stage capitalism has some volatility for people. <laughs> so. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, so. I'm drinking the Pink Pills, which is a Beet Pilsner, which this is my first Beet Pilsner. Very different. And yeah. you are drinking the... I'm having the uh, the Smoky, uh, Old Smoky. Can we um, yeah. can we talk about these beers and then kind of get into maybe what, what's your flagship beer? Sure. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> beers. Yeah, what's your drink? What are you drinking? Sorry, Ryan, I didn't um, see your beer. Yeah, I'm doing the Cyborg, which is a, what, a Belgian dark sour? Yep. And it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's one one of my favorites right now. Nice uh, s- stone fruit flavors mm-hmm. coming through from the yeah. malt. Yep. Um, all, all traditional ingredients in that. It's just uh, you know a, a little bit of candy sugar, malted barley, and di- various roasted malted barleys. Cool. Yeah. So <laughs> well, that's awesome. Very cool. No, it's yeah. good. You tried it earlier. Yeah. Um, and then you're drinking the smoky, yeah, the old smoky, which is really well balanced. I thought it was nice. Yeah, so that's a, a lighter take on uh, smoked beer. Uh, it's not. It's definitely not a Roush beer. No, it it's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which say. is nice. Yeah. I like that. It's lighter. Yeah, it's um, brewed with a mesquite smoked malt. I um, thought so. Yeah, and um, it. so we're. We, we get that from Breeze, but it only makes up about 10% of the malt bill. So yeah, it's, you have to be really careful yeah. with smoked malt. Still, still, yeah. still heavily main uh, focus yeah. Yeah, yeah. On, <laughs> on, on the inputs. Yeah. The hops in there from the Northwest, though. Cool. And then the beet pills, and I read online, this is a traditional style of coloring and flavoring the pills. Yeah, so um, I, I don't know exactly how traditional or not traditional it would be uh adam would probably be better poised to speak about this (laughs) beer but um uh we actually juice the beets on the brew day and add the beets um right before royal pool um so it's interesting take i like the combination yeah it's cool it's it is funny because you i do get the beets on like this on the tail so it's really cool yeah it's it's very much influenced by the beats batch to batch mm, and yeah. we as i said we're brewing on a two barrel so we notice there's a slight <laughs> difference yeah <laughs> it's a, it's about uh 
20 pounds of beets per uh, batch. Wow. And, um, yeah, the the beets make all the difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can imagine. Uh, and your flagship, is it is it cream? Or is it- yep. Uh, so the double cream is our flagship beer, and um, it's... Uh, my my baby. That's what I'm drinking right now. Awesome. Yeah. I had it. I had it over in Bridgeton. I really really liked it. Yeah, yeah. It it's um, so the concept behind the double cream is to uh, make a bourbon that's undistilled. So um, the the idea came to me while I was living in Mexico as in a pulqueria drinking pulque. Which, if you don't know, it's a fermented agave drink, um, okay. and it's like thick, like a fruit smoothie. They actually make like blends with fruit juice and stuff. Sounds delicious. But um, <laughs> it's it's so thick and heavy and rich that like, I mean, I couldn't get drunk off of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, it's. I, I was drinking that, and I was thinking, like, this is kind of like the beer of tequila, as beer is to whiskey. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. I thought that really only applies to European-style whiskeys, scotch and mm-hmm. the like. Um, and I thought, what fills that niche for bourbon? And I did some research and came up, empty and decided to <laughs> make your own yep, yeah exactly really cool and um so it's it's 51 percent flaked corn um and it's a balance of malted barley wheat and rye yeah. and the, so it's a four grain recipe and it's um conditioned with oak chips in the fermenter yeah. so cool um you guys do some beer cocktails with cream, so... Yeah, um, so probably the most popular is the coffee and cream. So we we float some cold-brewed coffee on top of the double cream. That's, made a, that made sounds a mistake. Amazing. I should have got that. That sounds amazing. Not that yeah. this isn't wonderful. It's just that sounds amazing. Hey, hey I, I heard a rumor you aren't driving, so... Yes, there, <laughs> there, there's Sound guy Ryan. The day is it. yet young. Yeah. Yeah. It, exactly. is, it is 10.40 in the morning. Oh, it's, it's 11.05, 11. actually. We're good. Um, so the name Cream is that a Wu Tang? Yeah, right, it's yeah, a yeah. Wu Tang reference. Um, I'm I I love hip hop, so that, that influences uh, some of the stylistic choices around. Cool. That's awesome. So is it is it cash reserve or anything? Is it or is it yeah, something or, else? Or, or, or it... you can take it to like a recursive acronym, just cream rules everything around yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you can like double down on the bourbon and say corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's open to interpretation. But uh, you said that around 2016 is when this really became a reality. Yep. Um, yep. So we opened February 18th in 2016. Cool. Can you talk about the process opening up? Um, you know, what were some of the, the woes or people that might be listening that want to okay. open a brewery? Yeah. You know? What did you wish you knew? <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, um, neither of us having professional brewing experience probably limited 
the scope and ambition of our initial push a little bit. Yeah. We, we, as you can see, we tried to keep it, you know, minimalist, just, just the, the bare necessities. We opened up, we were serving in Mason, Mason jars. That's awesome. (laughs) So, and, and we, managed to reinvest the profits from that into these lovely branded glasses yeah. that, <laughs> yeah. that you're drinking out of now. But I think a, a little more uh, experience in the the world of brewing would have um, could have pushed the the ambition forward a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, that's, that's fair enough that's fair enough definitely it's good, good um, advice. so day one when you guys opened uh i'm sure there's some things that you guys were like i wish we did this x y and z um <laughs> how are you guys different other than the glasses and stuff and um, i'm sure more beer um what was something you learned in your first year that you said you know we can't we can't do this or we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna close or we're gonna one of the first um major hurdles was uh chilling our wart because we were chilling off of uh city water and um, (laughs) uh, that's difficult (laughs) in 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 june the the lake turns over and it's uh not cold enough to chill your wart (laughs) anymore so we that wasn't that was a unforeseen challenge um yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. you're still here. <laughs> um, so this one opened first, and then you have the other location. Yeah. Um, what? How soon after did you guys open the other location? So we opened in uh, a, a year and a half later um, in Bridgeton, um, and so a big part of the reason why we pushed to open a barrel aging location was the um the success and re- reception of our triple cream which was our our first barrel aged beer and that's um it's a beer that I, i'm proud of it's a jim beam barrel aged version of the trip of the double okay. um yeah the, it's it's of course brewed with a higher grist to water ratio yeah. to bring we'll it start, yeah. 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 yeah 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 and uh, it's um yeah. Um so we we opened that as our barrel aging blending and bottling location. Yeah. And um which is awesome. Yeah. I think that's smart. I mean, I remember the guys um there was a couple of guys over there trying some stuff and they wanted so many barrels, like aged barrels for some event or whatever. Yeah. You're like that's a lot of barrels. Like we, we don't have that many barrels. But like it was yeah. a lot of barrels of what they're asking from what I overheard. Um, but that, that's awesome that you have that location over there to do that um, that part of the um, process. Yeah, and it allows us to play with uh, like bugs that you, say, that you might not things. want in, yes. in yeah. your... Um, Normal beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I mean, we've got barrels with pediococcus and Brett Sweet. blends, Sweet. and yeah. like, uh, yeah. So that's awesome. It, it, it it's fun too because uh, I mean, we did a beer uh, called Tatera, which was a a blend of a kettle sour and some uh, Brett 
Brett aged pink pills. Sounds cool. That does sound amazing. Yeah, it was it was really good. And now it's gone. <laughs> so, so I think we have a pretty good understanding of what, what you guys are about. Um, I'd like to get to know you a little bit more and what your, some of your opinions are in the craft beer scene right now. So um, we mentioned it earlier about Untapped. Yeah. Um, a lot of times it's it's difficult uh, to get, from what we've gauged, to get any information from Untapped. Are you a user? Were you a user before the brewery? And I mean, I, I got... Put onto Untapped slightly before we opened, and um, I wasn't an avid user. I prefer to. Uh, Kathy said l- that you're put on Untapped. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of explains like, it right there. Well, it's like <laughs> I guess. I, I, I mean, right now it's so ubiquitous. Like yeah. you, you, you don't need to get put on. It's like yeah. it's in your you're face. Just on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was over in England for the main beer box trip over there, and like half of the breweries over there, their menus are powered by Untapped. I've seen that a lot. Our menu, yeah. our menu is powered by Untapped. There, yeah. there, it's it is ubiquitous at this point, and it's like you serve somebody a flight, and they sit down and start tapping at their phone right away. Mm-hmm. That's not what. I prefer to do when I sip a beer. I I, I enjoy it being uh, stimulated, not by a screen. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, but yeah, by yeah. Living in the moment, <laughs> and, 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 really enjoying taking the time yeah, to yeah. yeah. Allow that to be to, to be a moment that you share with somebody else. Make make sure. some eye contact and yeah. what a but, concept. Well, recently we had we had someone say that a. Uh, the best beer is the beer in front of you, you know. It's, yeah. So it's like, enjoy what's in front of you, not what's on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, I do think that there's a, a certain amount of uh, like reinforcement where it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy that like they see a beer like, oh, this is, I, I'm I'm saving my five star reviews for the beers that are, are all five star reviews. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, yeah. How do you um, sometimes sift through the noise, though? I mean, a, a lot of times you have people who, you know, they try pills and they go, oh, I wish it was more hoppy, you know, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Um, well, to a certain extent, um, we've kind of cut our teeth uh, by being slightly contrarian. Um, you know, the beers we talked about today aren't necessarily what people expect to find Uh, i've had people come in especially at the bridgeton location where i've got vacationers 10 years on tap (laughs) and and i'll have somebody come in he'll be like what's your best ipa bro yeah i'm like (laughs) yep (laughs) actually i don't have any ipas on tap today and they're like what what do i do yeah you have sometimes they turn around and walk out and i'm like well you're lost yeah you had that when i went you had that ipa that originally you didn't call an ipa if i'm not mistaken the session ale yeah yep yep i know that that term session it's it's Getting popular in Massachusetts. Yeah, it's growing. Right. It's it's yeah. 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 yeah, but I mean, I think it's and it's huge in Europe. But it's it's something that I think slowly is coming to prominence in the yeah in the country. But there are some certainly some trends that we see in in the beer world today, such as like dessert stouts. Uh, do yeah. you have any opinions about those? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I I prefer 
not to get diabetes, but <laughs> <laughs> see, it seems like you're kind that's of why I like yeah, him. Yeah, Ryan. I, 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 I like um, well attenuated beers. And, yeah, um, I mean, if if you have a sip of our triple cream later, uh, you'll find it has some residual sweetness, but it it is it's actually lighter than water. It, so, yeah, you're kind of like not in the trends. You just kind of do your own thing. You don't even. Think about that. It seems yeah, like. I mean, we we do to a certain extent, and yeah. we, we, we're not immune to market pressures, especially not at our size. Yeah, yeah, um, no, true. It's not we, like we, no one is. <laughs> we, we we have a a West Coast style IPA mm-hmm. on tap today. Yeah. Um it's it's a fine beer. Yeah, it's n- not what I'm probably gonna pull when <laughs> when I go to get a refill. Right, but right. It's, I will. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> well, like we've discussed before, it's kind of like, you don't necessarily like brewing that beer, but it does help pay the bills, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah. you do it. You, mm-hmm. yeah. you, you got to mm-hmm. give the people what they want. Yeah. yeah. You got people like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ryan. 23 oh, and lame. <laughs> 24. <laughs> um, we're, we're seeing a big um, push for coffee and breweries. Yeah. yeah you know, so you have nitro coffee. Yeah. So um, Adam and I. We we started doing that cold brew coffee um, so we could keep brewing, basically. <laughs> Smart. I like That's it. Awesome. Um, so, I, I mean, it, it, it allows us to do, the, like, the coffee and cream and, and stuff like that, um, but it's... That was driven more by internal demand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, we actually, we haven't ever brewed a beer with coffee. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. But okay. that, that is, uh, w- we have a, a Rufus Porter that we're going to brew with the, with the museum that's next door to us in, in Bridgeton, the Rufus Porter Museum. Oh, cool. cool. Wow. <laughs> Get up. And, 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 and that, that will be a coffee porter. And, cool. Um, yeah. I also noticed, not to yeah, yeah. continue that, but like, you know, you have like a soup station here. I mean, do you serve food here as well like yeah so we have some s- small uh food items it's all pre-prepared um, yeah we munchies have, we yeah. love munchies okay yeah. 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 No, i like that i haven't seen like a soup station too often so it's kind of fun <laughs> yeah i enjoy that yeah <laughs> i love some, soup some nice hearty chowder vegan black bean there you go vegan hey black that's bean. for you man that's for me that's for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm the love worst <laughs> we want to know like what you're drinking at home how you guys get some of your recipes uh what's your what's in your fridge um so in my fridge i've got a four pack of our stillas i've got a uh <laughs> I've got a sangria that mm. has been in there for ages. You should drink that tonight. Yes. <laughs> I m- most likely won't. Oh, <laughs> I just watched a show about prison and they were making toilet like, sangria, right? Yeah, yeah. probably at that point. Yeah. Like, it's like Pruno. Yeah, Pruno. Yeah. Pruno. Yeah. If you're drinking Pruno, you want a sangria, yeah. Though, yeah. for sure. Slice yeah. some yes. apples in that. Like, get, <laughs> throw some spices. That's so. awesome. I'm so glad you used the inside term. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, What's your uh, guilty pleasure beer then? Um, it's not sangria or Pruno. I, I, I mean, all right. So we won't judge. Uh, Rolling Rock. 
Oh, rolling sock. I've, yeah. I've hidden ro- many a rolling <laughs> rock. I, 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 I mean, yeah. if, if I'm straight up slumming it, um, I'm, I'm cracking some yep. rolling rocks. Yep. Uh, like if I if I stop by the dive bar for to watch hey, it's a, a, a game, for I'm sure. grabbing a rolling rock. It's a nice full diacetyl flavor. Mm. <laughs> just just like sucking on. A, Love it. Some popcorn. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. <laughs> so good. Um, so where are you guys located? Both locations. So any of our listeners are coming up to vacation land. Yeah, so it's called God's Country. God's <laughs> so in Lewiston, we're right on in downtown on Lisbon Street, just past the courthouse. It's at forty three Lisbon Street, and out in Bridgeton, we're at Two Cottage Street. So that's uh, just behind the library. Yes, sir. Yeah, right across yeah. the street from um, so the diner. It's, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> social media, and where are you guys? At Bare Bones Beer on everything. Cool. Excellent. Well, uh, Erica, your favorite question. Our last question. question. Favorite My question. favorite question. So, uh, what are you most proud of? And that could be as vague as you want it to be. Whatever you are uh, most proud of. I love drinking the double cream. And um, I, I'm, I'm proud of the company and the community that we've built. Um, we, we show local artists. We have... Um, all original music, no covers. Um, so we're, we're trying to support the creative community cool. in the area, and uh, I'm I'm proud of the the team and the community that we've built. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Definitely. Well, Evan, thank you so much for taking some time out of your morning to do this. Thank uh, you. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to trying that cream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk You're so going to love it. Yeah. 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 And then until next time, cheers. 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 Hey, thank you guys for listening once again. It was a great episode, Ryan. What'd you think? No, we, I learned a lot. I really love their beer. Um, it was great seeing them before we actually interviewed them, and then it was even better seeing them again when we uh, did go see them. And I can't wait for them to expand their space a little bit more at the Lewingston location. Yeah, no, that'll be super exciting because they have that whole open back. Um, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, we'll have to definitely reach out and uh, see where they are with that. Yeah, so coming up next week, we have a episode all the way down in warm New Orleans, which it is cold Massachusetts right now. It is super cold and still snowing. <laughs> it's still <laughs> snowing, Ryan. Ryan, you want to try to uh, pronounce this one for us right, uh, real quick? Brewcary. Oh, that's right, actually. Hell yeah. So we have Brewcary Brewing Company out of uh, New Orleans, mm-hmm. one of my favorite cities yep. that I've never been to. Yeah, it was uh, one of the solo episodes that Erica did, so that'll be super exciting. Yeah, it should be a good one. Yeah. Um, and uh, thank you again for listening to this episode. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please rate and subscribe and give us a five-star review. It helps us out more than you can even imagine and uh we'll catch you guys next week so if you guys are listening to this um before december 7th uh come find us at the crafted event that we're going to be at the suffolk county uh craft beer event Uh, it's going to be an awesome one and we're going to be doing a live podcast doing some giveaways and uh ryan won't be there giving people hugs but erica will be yes erica will be there yes awesome so uh until next week cheers cheers